Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Did you know that even the original disciples did not always get along perfectly? If you think that you're going to find a family or even a church family where everybody agrees all the time and there's never any conflict, well, you're going to be very disappointed. Until we get to glory, that's not going to be reality. My grandfather used to say, if you find a perfect church, don't go there, you'll mess it up. Well, there's, there's something in all of us that finds conflict with, with others and them with us. The Bible says in the Old Testament that only by pride cometh contention. And that's exactly what we see in Mark chapter 10. The pride of James and John asked the Lord for the best seats in the house. The Lord, let us sit on your right hand and on your left hand in the kingdom. And then the pride of the other ten disciples rose up to that. Flesh always answers to flesh, doesn't it? You ever find your own flesh rearing up uh, to fight against somebody else's flesh? That's not the Lord's way. And so the rest of the story here in Mark chapter 10 says... And when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. But Jesus called them to him and saith unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister." and to give his life a ransom for many. I love the way the Lord Jesus turned this conversation back on all the disciples. You know, we love it when the Lord straightens somebody else out, when another church member gets, gets straightened out. But the Lord says, no, I have a lesson that I want to give to all of you. This is just an object lesson for everyone. And what is the object lesson? Well, the object lesson is about our pride and about His humility. Let me say it to you this way. First of all, God reveals to us the world's way. What is the world's way? He said, well, the Gentiles, this is the way they live. Uh, they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. In other words, it's all about who I get to be over. Jesus said, in my kingdom, it's not about who you get to be over. It's about who you're under. In the world, the world's way is, I've got to get to the top. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. I've got to... I've got to do whatever I've got to do to make my way in this world. That's the life of force, my friend, not of faith. And that's not God's way. That's the world's way. He says, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. In other words, they abuse their authority. They step on people to climb the ladder of success. It's a sad day when people get to the top of that ladder and find out that it's leaning against the wrong wall. Uh, that they have lived their entire life full of ambition, trying to get something done, trying to be somebody, only to discover that it was all emptiness and it was all vain. So he shows us the world's way. Then we not only have the world's way, we have the Lord's way. He says, it shall not be so among you. Oh, brother, sister, the Lord's way is always different than the world's way. You see, the Lord's way always seems backwards, but maybe it's because the world is, is upside down. Maybe it's because we live in a sin-cursed world that's been tossed upside down that it seems backward. 
the Lord's way is if you want to receive, you got to give. If you want to go up, you got to go down. If you want to live, you've got to die. And here's the way it says it in Mark chapter 10. Whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. The word minister here literally means servant. You mean the fellow standing in the corner whose only job is to wait and see what the master wants? You mean the fellow with a towel in his hand? You mean the fellow who's, who's down on his knees washing the dirty feet of these people in this eastern part of the world? That's right. If you want to be great, be a minister. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest. It's funny, everybody wants to be the chief, don't they? Until you get there, then you realize being the boss is not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, but would you like to be the chief? Then the chief will be the servant of all. You'll remember earlier in this same chapter, Jesus had given a different lesson. It was in the context of riches. But you'll remember at the end of that little lesson, He said, Many that are first shall be last and the last first. Well, that applies here too. It applies in all of life. It's really ironic that He's already given this lesson. They just didn't learn it. How many times has the Lord taught us things and we missed it? So we had to go back to school and we have to learn it again. With every truth, there's always a test. And if you don't pass the test, then you have to go back to school with the Lord. You have to learn it again. And so they're learning yet again, many that are first should be last and the last should be first. Whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. You see, this truly is the Lord's way. He brings Himself into it now. And He says in verse number 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give His life a ransom for many. As we're studying this beautiful gospel record of Mark, it might interest you to know that that verse is held by most Bible teachers to be the key verse of the entire book. You should mark it. Matter of fact, why don't you memorize this one? Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give His life a ransom for many. Now, this verse is the key verse because you remember Mark reveals the Lord Jesus, the Son of Man, as the perfect servant. That's what the whole verse is about. He uses this word of His humanity and humility. He's the Son of Man. He's the servant. Why did He come? He came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. And then in the end, to give the ultimate ministry, the ultimate sacrifice and service, to give His life a ransom for many. Now only Jesus can fulfill the last part of that verse. Praise God, only He has to. He gave His life a ransom for many and it was enough. Aren't you glad that Jesus' payment for our sin at Calvary was more than enough for all of our sin? Praise God for the ransom that's been paid. But the first part of the verse ought to apply to all of the true followers of Jesus Christ. We should come not to be ministered unto, but to minister. Oftentimes preachers are referred to as ministers. I like that. Whether you're a pastor, a missionary, an evangelist, a church planter, a Bible teacher, no matter what you are, you should be first a minister, a servant, the Lord's servant, the servant of the Lord's people, uh, the servant that goes out to bring others to a saving knowledge of the perfect servant, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all to be ministers, but this is not just for people who are considered to be in full-time ministry, vocational Christian service. No, all of the Lord's disciples are to be ministers. We live in a selfish world where people really want to turn this around. They come to be ministered unto, not to minister. Now, what's in it for me? What's the pay? What's the perks? What's the benefits? No, no, not what can I get out of it, but Lord, what can I give? How can I serve? What can I do to be a blessing? And so it brings us to the third real self 
examining part of this, and that is not only do we see the world's way and the Lord's way, we have to see our way. Which way will be your way today? See yourself in James and in John and in Peter and in all of these disciples. Which way will you choose? Will you choose the world's way or the Lord's way today? In your family, do you have to be served or are you serving? On your job today, does everybody have to jump when you say jump? Or are you willing to demonstrate the heart of a true servant? In your church, do you have to be the boss in charge, get your way? Or are you there to serve? Oh, my friend, let's pray that all of us, all of us will be like the Son of Man, like the Lord Jesus Christ. All of us will come not to be ministered unto, but to minister. Because remember, many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. May the Lord help us not only to learn the truth, but to live it today. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.